0: Ken, what's good, Chief?
1: i just chilling, man. You know, preparing for that big NYC move.
0: Dude, that's what's up. Uh, you know, I'm really excited for your move. Um, yeah, I can't wait for you to get over there.
1: Hey, thanks, man. You know, I appreciate that.
0: 100%. So, I mean, obviously, you're packing, you're planning. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, what are you up to? What kind of what, what content, guys? What kinds of content are you consuming?
1: <sighs> you know, there's so much out there. Let me. I got to think on that for a second. Uh...
0: Yeah, it's cool, man. God. Like, no rush. I'm not, in the 2nd like I'm not in the clock, you know. I'll just, uh, I'll just hey, keep come rocks on, or come I'll just uh, Come on, man. I'm trying to, there's so much to watch out there, bro. You know, it's just
1: hard to keep track of all these shows I'm watching because there's so many streaming sites and I just can't keep it all in one place.
0: I mean, that's fair, but like, I mean, wait a second. Isn't there an app one of your UVA friends worked on, like related to TV shows or binging or something similar?
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's BingeBound. That's actually it's oh. my man Evan from McIntyre. Um, he's one of the co-founders uh, on that app, yeah.
0: Okay, okay, Binge what? I didn't catch that. Do you want to just break it down for me? Gladly.
1: BingeBound. Streaming made social. How many times have you, Alex, asked your friends or family, do you know any good TV shows to watch? Mm-hmm. Or maybe, Alex, you've gotten lost in your Notes app, trying to find a show from a massive list you wrote down long ago. Mm-hmm. While Alex... If you're anything like me or the 2.3 billion people worldwide, that's a stat on Statista, who use video streaming services each month. Both these scenarios are likely all too familiar. Hey, hey, Alex, BingeBound is for you. Mm. BingeBound makes it easy to discover what TV shows your friends are watching and keep track of your own activity.
0: I mean, that's... I mean, I'm ready to watch a show and then just update my profile, so honestly i think it'd be great to chat with this guy i think he said his name is evan um why don't we give him a call
1: yeah let me see what i can do let's try to set this up um let's try to get evan on here it'd be awesome
0: It's going well, and um, actually it's going great because we have a guest today. Um, oh my
1: gosh, a guest. <laughs> it's been so long.
0: It has been a while. Yeah, so Kenan, if you would, please introduce our guest. Come on.
1: Yes, so joining us today, my man all the way back from McIntyre, ICE, Hell Semester, Evan Kirst. Evan, nice to see you. Evan is currently, we got his LinkedIn profile pulled up on the big screen here. Technical product manager at PayPal. Hey, shout out PayPal. Um, he is a serial entrepreneur with multiple ventures, which you'll let him describe in full length. He is also, in his sparingly free time, a professional magician. Alex likes to dabble in the dark arts, but this guy yeah. is a fucking pro. So yeah, shout a out a to pro. Evan. Don't, don't we'll even have to get step to that. To him. He's a pro. This will be an incredible conversation. We cannot wait to pick his brain <laughs> on many things, but of course, he's coming up to us today mainly as the co-founder of the social streaming app Bingebound. Evan, I've used Bingebound for a couple days now. I've been enjoying it you know obviously i'm kind of winning my, my job to start so i've been binging a lot of shows <laughs> i think it's a great app i love the whole the ui ux is very clean good idea welcome to the podcast welcome to proof of concept and maybe you can start off kind of giving us a little bit of intro about you know your background and of course telling us a little bit about a uh, binge round yeah
2: well thanks for having me on guys it's exciting to be here my background kind of mentioned uva recent uva graduate from mcintyre concentrations in it and management with Track in entrepreneurship and a minor yeah. in psychology. It's so, a But yes, yeah, so I've always been pretty passionate about entrepreneurship, just doing things mm-hmm. that I care about. And the latest foray into that has been BingeBound. That's been a project that myself and co-founders Alexa and Jason have yeah. been working on for some months now. So exciting things going on there. And, and yeah. like you mentioned, I'm also starting a full-time job, which has been great.
1: That's awesome, man. Um, so I guess, I know we, we wanted to pick your brain a little bit on brown because, again, we've been testing it out. I don't know if you do a lot of user testing, but, you know from, our, from, you know, from my early results, again, I think very clean app. And I think everything is working as it should be. But really wanted to, you know, when I first saw, I think um, you post on LinkedIn about it, I was kind of just like, wow, I can't believe, you know, someone from my ice block has this, like, very clean, very finished product app out there already. But, I, of yeah, course, I can kind of imagine that right it's crazy right but i can imagine you know behind the scenes probably took a lot of you know iterations to get to that you know final you know app stage but maybe you can kind of you know start us off with the big journey maybe at the beginning in terms of you know i think everyone kind of especially me because i'm a little bit of a romantic when it comes to these things but you know having that aha moment come on you know what it means we have literally our icon the podcast icon is the light bulb right so we got to tie this in um well was there this type of you know light bulb moment when you know you guys are sitting in a room And just saying, oh my God, like, you know, what are you watching? I don't know, man, what have you been watching? Dude, we have an app. Is that how it went down?
0: There's an app for that now. To to an extent,
2: there was a bit of a light bulb moment, which to be fair is not always the case. Yeah, thinking back, so Alexa, who I mentioned is, you know, one of the co founders. We were actually, I believe it was a car ride back from UVA, quite the long car ride being in New York. So, plenty of time to talk. And she was mentioning that. She loves to watch shows, right? And who doesn't? She's watching a lot of shows, wants to know what shows to watch, but but there's no real good app to track the shows that you've been watching, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, you have different solutions out there, and there are some apps that do some some apps do, that do other things. But by and large, there was not really one good solution to even the problem of just simply tracking your shows. Yeah, there were things that existed they had shortcomings that were essentially preventing her from wanting to use them so from there i was like well, why didn't why didn't you tell me this sooner like she said she'd been thinking of it for a long time yeah, and I'm like yeah. i'm like i wish i heard about this i think this could potentially be a great idea everyone's always saying look for a problem or find a problem that you care about And yeah. this is definitely a real problem i mean there's multiple facets to it and it's something that we're both passionate about so we started to talk it over a little bit we quickly realized that of course we have our own individual skill sets but neither of which are programming an app from the bottom up so yeah pretty much like a day after we had this light bulb moment so to speak we started thinking hey who who do we want to be on this team right rather than outsourcing it with which i've done in the past this is something that hopefully would be a long-term project and we'd want someone to have stake in the business and be a fellow co-founder and can care about it. So who other than our good friend, Jason, yes. who's an incredible, incredible programmer amongst other things. And he had some experience with the Elevate Meal Plan app, which oh, was cool. nice. a good app. So it's
0: popular. The we were years like, years. he can
2: make that, he could. He can make this. And, and so we, we ran the idea by him. He really liked it, was intrigued by it too. Us three came together and, and thus, Bingebound was formed actually, which had a different name at the time. But yeah, here we are. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's that's, that's just a. I'm I'm trying to picture that car ride and and just yeah. the conversation. I'm sure it was kind of like a. It's like wait, that that's not already out there because there's, I feel like, so many apps, so many um, products, both digital and physical now. Um, but but that's nice just to hear how kind of the impetus and, like, how you got going. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I guess you talked about the inspiration. Um, A deeper question is, you know, whenever there's, like, a class project, it has a different feel than, like, a real world, kind of like, we're doing this for real. Um, So just kind of curious what that was like, you know, as you kind of got, The conversation is going and you're like, okay, we're going to actually go through with this and you're finding that other person to work on the app, you know, what, maybe you just talk us through, you know, once it crosses over from just this kind of cloudy idea until actual execution um, and how that went.
2: Absolutely. So, I mean, I think, I think right off the bat, like you said, it was, it was certainly exciting to, to see a market opportunity especially because there are are so many things you think of and it's like, well, someone's doing that or someone's doing this exact same thing. Um, So even to have a little bit of white space in the market was pretty exciting and we were all very excited about what this idea could could possibly become. So we very quickly hit the ground running on it. Um, We we were all, like I mentioned, passionate about the idea, which had any one of us not been, then I don't don't think it would have made sense to move forward just for, for the sake of doing it. Within that week, we started talking about, hey, what exactly do we want this to be? Do we want this to be a TV tracker? Do we want this to be a way to interact with your friends? Do we want it to be like solely a social media platform? I mean, a, a whole lot of questions and things that I, I can't even say we've entirely answered today. Mm. We're still pretty, pretty young and don't want to box ourselves in. So we started, or was this? Yeah, I remember drawing on a, on a piece <laughs> of paper, your back of, the, back of the napkin envelope type thing. Um, Just sketching out, once we discussed kind of what features we wanted to have at a a high level, how this can look. I started sketching this out, and where where I was going with that is, it was fun. Uh, I was thinking we we were all kind of on the phone brainstorming, ooh, we could put this here, we could make this page. And from there, we really got the the core layout of the app in terms of at least pages, sort of in a wireframe, high-level sense. From there, I started to get my graphic design tools open, make a higher fidelity mock-up. Still, still nothing crazy, but higher fidelity than a piece of paper Mm -hmm. did that. That took, took quite some time. I mean, creating at least visually an app from nothing from a sketch. While I was doing that, we were obviously still conceptualizing what the idea could be, you know, Jason pulling things together, you know, wrapping up for the, for this project. Then we really just just continued, started development, and I mean, there's, there's been quite a bit since. But that's, yeah. that's how we started driving it forwards.
1: Awesome. So, man, okay, a couple of questions for you, but let me start off with a number. So, if you're able to, can you give us the number of users you have today on BenchBeyond?
2: It's continuously changing. You know, very cyclical. We have. I, I could speak to that more in a minute, yeah. but there there are tens of thousands. <laughs> so awesome. that number is constantly changing, hopefully yeah. know, going up. Yeah, but, ten uh,
0: ten thousand, tens of thousands. Put a plus at the end of that, and so just man. kind of assume that that keeps Photoplus, going. Up.
2: Exactly. Of course, we're we're still very young, and that's not that's not a ton, but it but it is super exciting, and it gives us a lot to work with. and Definitely, keeps us motivated to to support those users and do
1: more. No, it's really cool, man. So I mean, again, just like. Kind of putting it in perspective right you're at a few hundred users and i know again you know so that's on the outside it sounds like oh all of a sudden you're at ten thousand, but you know now hearing you go through kind of you know the the more or less the day-to-day of hey we had like you know before we got the mvp we had the the minimally minimally, minimally viable product and we had like six mm-hmm. other ones before that and i'm kind of reminded <laughs> of you know kanye west of course you know with don kind of be like hey man like i'll get i'll give you all the mvp at atlanta I'll, I'll, go yeah. to, I'll go to Chicago, maybe maybe we'll get the, I think he's actually going he oh to do that on Friday, God. right? Maybe we'll get the, you know, finally the release version. But I see this kind of, you know, I understand it where, you know, hearing you talk about it, it's like, man, you know, it's, you know, obviously you want to grow, obviously you want to get out there. If us, I think on the outside, we, we kind of, you know, my, you know, as I'm hearing you talk, I'm like, man, you know, I don't know if I have the patience for this. Like, I don't know, like if I'm sitting there like, man, you know, I want to be, we have this, we have this product ready to go, like I want to release to the masses. Um, but was your perspective on it kind of, you know, did you have this kind of Kanye-esque feel where it was like possessiveness mm-hmm. over your art and like, hey, like, you know, you, know, you, Jason, everyone coding it on the back end, of course, like, you know, we're doing a lot of work in this, but also at the same time, like, and i also, I don't know if you've seen this show, Silicon Valley. I mean, that's to me, like, that's a perfect, you know, comparison here. <sighs> uh, Alex, did you seen Silicon Valley?
0: Um, HBO? no, I've heard, have heard mixed Come things on. about it, but <laughs> if
1: we're, we're going to be a startup podcast, we have to have Silicon Valley references type <laughs> throughout, man. We got to start getting yeah, the piper I'll just, going. I'll just
0: watch a few episodes in my lunch break throughout the we, week. We got to start
1: blowing the piper. For sure. Pause, pause. <laughs> um, but, um, no, so, you know, Silicon Valley, the the founder of course, he's very, you know, possessive about, you know, getting his app out to users. What was that like for you? Was it kind of like, did you when the first time you gave it out to like your close family, were you like really scared about what they would say? Did you eventually kind of, you know, has, does it get any easier, kind of, you know, after you fucking, you know, drop on the app store to tens of 1000s you They're like, hey, listen, if they're gonna kill me, like, there's only so many ways I can get killed. Was that something you had to kind of learn how to, you know, be reacting towards? Yeah, as much as
2: I as I love Richard, right, Richard, yeah, yeah, just Spencer.
1: Yeah, I, I think of myself um, as a similar similar personality, Good.
2: but I do like the comparison, Zonda yeah. and. Uh, Value. Yeah, excellent. I think it's, it's all about your mindset. Right. Sure. And, and to your point of, it, of being patient and where do you draw the line? Like, do you want to release it? Do you not want to release it? Do you want to make it perfect? Do you don't want to make it perfect. This entire process of how do you put it? The MMM MVP, yeah. right? This, this is taking place over months, right? So we're, we're not even, this isn't even a year. This is months. So it, it is pretty fast moving, right? And while you're in, you know, into the thick of it, a lot's going on, right? So we're doing this and doing this and, doing this, and soon enough, it's like, oh, a month went by but to your to your question about about releasing and when to release and being protective of her was and nervous if something happens i think it is a fine line They have the toe you know i i am especially with uh with my graphic design work I, I can spend too much time making everything every last detail perfect and it's funny and then i'll show you know jason and alexa and i'll be like which one, A, B, or C? Like this one, this one, this one. They're like, they all look exactly the same. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah. I've been working on this for like the last three hours. What do you mean they look the same? Yeah. So it's a fine line. So in terms of the app as a whole, you want it to be good enough that people aren't going to go on it and be like, wow, this sucks. Yeah, and I'm like, never going to I can't go even get
0: from the home screen to my profile and <laughs> back. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Exactly. And so you don't want that, right? You don't want to release it and people people go on it and those people who went on it never want to go back on it again. But you also don't want to be laboring over every every last detail like i do with some of these designs and just wasting time at making it making sure it's perfect because it's never it's never going to be perfect right and you need it you need to get it out there in order to find what's not perfect about it really there's plenty of not to call any uh, big companies out but there's plenty of massive billion dollar companies that we use every day and they have bugs yeah. all the time use whatever website or program it is and I'm like, what's going on? This is ridiculous. You guys have billions of dollars. How is this still an issue? That's not anyone in particular's fault. It's just things are constantly improving, right? And if you're not constantly trying to make your app or your product or whatever it is better, then what are you doing? So, so yeah, I'd say don't be a perfectionist about it. You get something out that you feel comfortable enough showing people and you think gets your point across and does what you want it to do in a reasonably decent manner. And then once you have that, put it out to market because for all you know, People might not like that. You might have to change. You might have to go back to the drawing board yeah. or people might love it and just find things that you didn't find wrong with it or find things that you can add that you wouldn't have thought about adding if you spent the last six months polishing up this one feature. Nowadays, it is a commonly taught mindset in, in entrepreneurship.
1: Yeah. What's that? What's he added? Just like fail fast and just, you know, get, get out there and just, you know, cause again, if you're being myopic and kind of this, you know, if you're just creating, 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 and you're not testing. You're always gonna, you know, at some point you're just you're just gonna you're not gonna be realizing you know what the user experience is like. So I know that's the number one thing I think I learned from product management class is just fail fast, get it out. If it sucks, obviously you don't want to put you know shit on the on the market, but you know at least you gotta start somewhere. And if it, if it's gonna suck, you know be always be having you know these hypotheses. I'm sure you guys are doing it now. That I mean, Brown, I'm sure you're doing it for PayPal, of course, in product testing, it's just hypotheses built into everything you do, like a little A/B test. We're gonna you know we know what we're testing for, and we know exactly as soon as the results come in, okay, we change this. It's like Alex, of course, the Last Dance. Big Last Dance guys over here. It's like Robin oh, when he man. goes, "What? Right, Shut up!" Time. Hey, uh, Apple, Apple Store, drop, click there, click there. Like that's 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 Evan just you know iterating constantly. Wait, Evan, have you, have you watched head.
0: the Last Dance? It's good to check. Have you watched the Last Dance? We gotta check.
1: I'm uh,
2: embarrassed that I haven't. Oh. I've heard. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. That, uh, Alexa has so. But no, I do need to do need to add that. It's on my wanna binge list. So oh, yeah, it pretty pretty. It's on his profile, guys. But, you can hear it here, here first. Right. But to finish up your last part of your question, yeah. in terms of being afraid to put something out there yeah. or, or have, have something fail, and, and, and I guess failing fast is not not even necessarily so common, maybe we just had, had good professors, yeah. of course it's a daunting thing to, to do, but I think something that, that's important to keep in mind is not, not everything, and, and I've, I personally believe this and I've heard other people echo this sentiment, not everything is a startup, right? And like that's like such a
0: yeah.
2: such a buzzword. It's like, oh, like college friend starting a startup. Okay. You know? okay. And and first of all, the term startup is incredibly incredibly uh, broadly defined, right? Yeah. You have a Spotify a startup, maybe a Netflix a startup. <laughs> like it was. I don't know if there starts anymore. I'm sure some of them think of themselves as such. But, but but like not, not everything needs to be a startup. Not everything needs to be a business, right? Going back mm-hmm. to this, something something you're passionate about, do things that you care about. If you're in the space where you can do that, do something you care about, do it for fun, like do it as a side project and not with the explicit intention of making it into a business, making it into a startup, getting yeah. funded, selling, making money, all the all these things. While maybe, I'm sure there are people out there who, who do have that mentality yeah. and I'm sure it, it works wonderfully for them. But, but for me, personally, I enjoy doing things, keeping them as a side project, yeah. for, for lack of a word, side project and something I care about, something that I enjoy doing that I want to be doing anyway in my free time. Yeah. And if that side project happens to become something more than that, and you want to start calling it a startup, like then, then that's great. And if not, it's something that you almost certainly learned a lot from that so, experience You still enjoyed it, right? Cause you're doing it, you're doing it. Right. And enjoy you enjoy it. You yeah. enjoyed it. It's not, yeah. it's not a waste of time. There's not that many things that you could do where you enjoy it and you learn a lot from it yeah. in any other context, apart from calling something a startup. If I was like, Hey, you want to do something you can learn a whole lot from it and yeah. you'll, you'll enjoy it while you're doing it. Cause it's something you're interested about. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. I'm down. The second you start, you know, labeling as a startup and then, then it's like, oh well I don't want it to fail. I don't know, I think obviously it's just a name at the end of the day, but I think just that, just the mindset that you keep yourself in, yeah. be a project or a startup, I think that, that takes away a lot of the, a lot of the pressure associated with it. Then you launch on the app store to, to friends and family, and it's like, hey, this is a cool project I've been working on, it's still pretty early, here's what it is, here's what it does, this is, this is how it looks, let us know what you think, as opposed to, ooh, like, we've been like working on this startup for so long, finally launched, hopefully we don't fuck up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah think as long as it's something that you actually enjoy doing and keep it in that space and there's no real room for failure yeah yeah your project can not reach the level that you want it to be or maybe lose interest or something but it's a whole lot less a whole lot less scary that way right and that's not to say don't consider any possibility of it becoming something more than that you also want to have a vision and you want to like think big dream big all these things and you think it can be something big you want to build you know you might want to build it in a way that is scalable that 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 could one day make money or whatever it is So, like these are good things to keep in mind but uh, i don't know i think it's just it just kind of everything's about perspective and how, you, and how you frame it and i think that's just my personal mindset at least and it keeps things yeah. uh, less daunting
1: and, and more fun and that's amazing bro i mean I'm just like you said so, you said so, you pretty much like regurgitated some of the things like alex and i talk about and of course in a, you know with a lot less experience in different in a different contexts but this is our i have to introduce it to our favorite metaphor in the one of our favorite metaphors on the show and, and that is that alex and i like to toss around back and forth and we were waiting for you to kind of run this by you. so essentially you know this comes back to our previous episode we we're talking about of course you know life stages and you know relationships and getting a little more personal but you know, you know the whole the whole thing about when someone says oh like you know i'm looking for you know a boyfriend or girlfriend i'm looking for a relationship now, like, you know, you know, open for business. Like I'm going, I'm searching, I'm on the market, right? The sign is flashing. The sign is flashing, you know, light is green, let's go. But, you know, something that we've said multiple times in this podcast is, you know, when you enter a relationship, you know, it's not about being a relationship, obviously, you know, your tensions are, you know, you have to make sure your attentions are kind of, you know, in order. And I think it kind of alludes to perfectly what you are saying there about, you know, things kind of happening as a natural byproduct. You know, we've said before, you know, when you enter a relationship, you know, it's about, it's about the girl or, you know, the partner in the same way that when you, when you do a startup, it shouldn't be about just, oh, like I have a startup when you, when you, when you do a startup or, you know, it's about the idea. So we, we've all, I think that's one of my favorite metaphors is, you know, it's kind of okay. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not about, it's not about the girlfriend. It's about the girl. It's not about the startup. It's about the idea. Like that to me just always puts it, you know, pretty, pretty pointly about, Hey, like, you know, these are things that you're supposed to be getting, you know, intrinsic satisfaction and motivation out of. And, you know, I think, of course, in today's, you know, achievement-oriented, you know, culture, society, everyone kind of says, oh, like, you know, startup, like, it's mm-hmm. great, let me start something. And mm-hmm. just because you start something, I love what you said, just because you start something doesn't make it a startup necessarily. And even moreover, like, maybe the whole, the whole trick to it is not even trying to be a startup, but just, you know, getting there naturally. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that ties into just on a broader thing, some things we've talked about in this podcast. So it's really cool to hear your perspective on that end yeah yeah
2: I, I love that comparison i think it's, it's right on the money and uh, to your point about intrinsic motivation there's all sorts of looking to my psych classes from, from uva you psych know, i forgot
1: let's go yeah. yes oh God, right man. right love
2: it there's all sorts of uh, studies that it's like if you if you reward or like pay people to do something that they were previously intrinsically motivated by zaps that motivation it, it's somewhat counterintuitive, I guess. It's like, oh well, like on the one hand it's great to be getting paid for something you love and that's not exactly but not everything yeah, yeah. needs to be with some some crazy end goal, like you said, right? You might just be doing it purely intrinsically motivated. And then if something comes out of it, something comes out of it, but intrinsically motivated, but then you were also trying to get some sort of other inflicting motivation. That kind of kills the kills the pat or not always, but you know, that could kill or hinder the passion that you once had for it. And I think that's been Shown time and time
0: again in, in different studies. Sure. Yeah, no 100%. I think, I mean, I'm walking back a bit here, but one takeaway I have is whether it's, I don't know if you run or if you train, but they're just saying that the first step is the hardest, whatever it is uh, a new project, a relationship, um, well, I don't know, but at least, or a run, whatever. Uh, the first step is the hardest in the sense that there's so many things that could go wrong and you just don't know what's going to happen afterwards. So, I think it's just, it's been great to hear how you just, you know, explain how you you released it. And obviously there's many different ways you can release a product or a service or an app, but, but that's great. I'm just curious, you know, as you kind of round out here, you know, obviously your journey's not over with BingeBound or anything else, PayPal, but you know, maybe one, one or two things so far that you've learned, um, professionally personally or just like through going to the motions that you wish you would have known earlier like if someone had told you when you were kind of starting binge bound or um beginning college like something you wish you would have known that somebody pulled aside like hey just remember this or take note of this so um not an easy question but feel free to well, Evan, you, you gotta want.
1: get used to this question, buddy, because I can guarantee you're gonna have some UVA <laughs> class of twenty-five commsul grads hitting you up in about three months. If they haven't already, and these com kids they get yeah. they get quicker every year. They hit you up on LinkedIn. It's you fair. have fifteen minutes to, to have a coffee chat. <laughs> question number two. So, what are some what are what are things you wish you knew when you were in third year icefall? Oh, yeah. Well, I I wish I knew how. How oh, how awesome Professor Gray and Marcel were. Shout out to Professor Gray and Marcel, we <laughs> miss you so much. that's the guy, man, number one yeah, professor. Um, but yeah, yeah, sorry, I just I thought it was one That's that's question. I could see him getting so so so, so soon. Oh yeah, for sure.
2: At 100, percent it's it's a good question. Probably do need to flush out my answer a bit more to that. To your point, Ken, and start start thinking on what I could say. Mm. Um, off the top of my head, since you're the master at uh, bringing in comparisons, I see. So so I got <laughs> so, I got one, honestly, from a TV show. You know, I got to bring in a TV show, yeah, Shit's oh, yeah. Creek. Excellent show. Add it to your binge list. But um, <laughs> guys, I
1: love it, man. Right? He, he had the add to the binge uh, profile like right there. Top fifty That's app store the entertainment. Place, you know, you know where we place. are. <laughs> <laughs> he's a pulled walking it, link tree, man. I love it. I yeah. love. It. <laughs> <But> I, just,
2: <laughs> I just pulled this up. Is from you know Shits Creek. Very good show. Yeah. Two characters, David and Alexis. He's going in for a driving test, right? And he's like freaking out and mm-hmm. passing this test. He's like, I'm going to need you to step out of the car for 20 minutes so I can do my transcendental medication before I fail this test. Alexis, (laughs) his sister, goes, okay, you're acting all sorts of crazy right now. This honestly does not matter. Nobody cares. David goes, "Uh, people care. I care. The driving examiner cares. (laughs) Alexis goes, no, he doesn't. Trust me. People aren't thinking about you the way you're thinking about you. So I thought that was a a surprisingly insightful quote. And then the driving instructor comes in. David asks him if he cares, and he does
1: not care. I don't care, but but just something to keep in mind. But the failure thing is, okay, I have to be a little vulnerable here. i want to i want to share, when I was 12. Oh, my ladies and ministry, gents. Let me get, real quickly, I didn't think this would come well, up. I, never, I just reminded about I'm this. Playing. Hey, I'm is playing. this a safe space, Alex, or what?
0: Um, this podcast no, is not, a safe space, not, man. It's not a safe space. It's no. a brave space. Oh, hey, come on, <laughs> this
1: guy, man. Uh, but I think so, that one. Okay. I don't know, I was into like Roman history a lot as a kid. And so, long story short, my email signature was in Latin, and here was the—I don't have the Latin in front of me, but I do. I always remember the, the English. It was—it was, oh it was this verbatim: "If failure is inevitable, success is overrated." And I think that was the first thing in life. No, that means nothing, by the way. This is at least like—I and, and that's what I remember. Like looking back now, That i have this. This is like a talent of mine. I think now is like I can say <laughs> nothing by saying like. I can make like a, like, that's that's like p- pure BS right there. It means absolutely nothing, but you read it, you're like, and it's, if it's if it's in Latin, if anyone ever throws something at you in Latin, you're like, dude, what the hell is this? <laughs> um, so mm-hmm. I just, yeah. I don't think it means <laughs> anything, but I just reminded of it again. I was like, if failure is inevitable success, I think maybe, you know, it ties into what you were saying about, you know, just don't be worried about, you know, success. I think maybe that's the, what I was trying to tell myself at, at 12 years old, but no, more or less, I don't know what that means, but. I just thought it was a funny little anecdote. <laughs> no, that, that's really cute, Latin Kenny. Bro. I'm glad you Thanks, shared
0: man. your little um, email. Hey man, um, Sixth Emperor tyrants.
1: <laughs> I think that's what it was in Latin. No, come on, come on.
0: Um, Death to Tyrants, yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, we, all right, let's be honest. We have so many other questions. We got pick and choose. Um, we, we do have pick and choose. Yeah. Um, I'm, I have one quick question. It's a quick yes or no answer. Mm. Um, Evan, will there be merch?
1: Merch, merch, merch. There is merch. There is
0: merch. <laughs> From oh, let's okay.
2: let's go! I got out of I got out of the yes or no answer. No, so so let me uh, qualify that. Sure, sure, uh, sure. We do we do currently have um, pretty pretty sick binge bound bucket hats and
1: baseball. Oh, that was terrible. definitely that is the best yeah. thing. right off the bat. Binge bound uh, bucket hat. You see? Oh look! Wait, wait, wait! Are hey, a you prototype?
0: It. No way! He
1: has a minimally viable <laughs> bucket oh, hat. They got hats. Oh, so, I, mean, I like that. Be backwards
2: here. It's a little dark, mm. but we got the white hats, That's binge clean. round purple. That's clean. Yeah. And uh, pretty clean in collaborations with Earthcaps. And okay. then we have the uh, binge-bound bucket hat.
0: <laughs> That's so, so cool. Have...
1: Do you have a purple colorway yeah. available? Yeah. Uh, a prime purple? Because I'd be, I'd be frozen in line for that one. Which one? Like a, you have like a primary color the So he I wants. Want it, yeah. Yeah. Soon, soon. So those are
2: coming soon. It's uh, hard to find this binge round purple. It, it yeah. does not come across well on camera, but it is pretty fresh in person. Um, mm-hmm. so we have these two. And, uh, we are gonna be doing some other interesting things with that merch. But in addition, we are for sure in the process of procuring hoodies, t shirts, all that that's all dude, that that's sick.
0: stuff That's so uh, sick. So yes. Dude, that's awesome. I mean, I I just ask because um I, I I think of myself as a products guy like i like apparel fashion whatever oh, it okay. is kind of i'm
1: a brand building boy you know what i am you i know what we do. i, I
0: never say that
1: but all i does say is show up to something and say hey y'all should get merch and it's
0: like <laughs> you know what like I don't, I, mean, I, I, should don't, should I don't show up i don't show up saying that but when the conversation goes that way i lean in a bit and i'm like oh, are <laughs> you guys you guys talking about merch, You're talking about merch. oh <laughs> I, I could talk merch strategy but but no it's it's hype man um I do have one quick question too um favorite show recently that you've just been binging um or just like that made you like laugh a bunch or just like forget about the crazy shit going on in the world or anything else like Top show recent uh Yeah, recent no, that's
2: show. I didn't think a question. Well, let me let me open up my <laughs> app here. I mean I have some off the top of my head, but that's also part of it. It's like someone asks you a question like that, and I remember the last three shows I've watched, but there might be a show I watched, like fifth show I watched that you, Alex, would like even better, and right. it just slips my mind, you know. So,
0: yeah.
2: Um, but let's let's see. Well, off the top of my head, what I was going to say is The White Lotus. I have heard of that that's one. A,
1: okay.
0: that's,
2: a, that's a good, I, I'd recommend that. Honestly, I didn't have the highest of um, expectations mm-hmm. coming into it. And it's a miniseries. So I was like, oh, like, this looks like it could be cool. And it's easy to watch, right? Like a couple episodes. It's a dramedy. It's so like a dramatic mm-hmm. comedy, which I don't know if I've seen before, but I thought it was very funny it literally was a drama like 50 percent was dramatic and 50 percent was funny and it was the the soundtrack to it was very well done so yeah would recommend that that's a quick easy binge the wet lotus what else have i seen recently i mean outer banks i feel like that's Let's not go. such a hot kind of Banks. yeah but, uh, on, new season came out that's that's yeah. a good one dude recently, though, um
0: so. quick note like chase stokes matting they're all huge stars now because that um, like they partner, again, with uh, Fashion. They partner with like Gucci, Prada, Versace. Like they do nice shoots, um, yeah. which is crazy. That that just came out of that show. So that was just a fun note. Yeah,
2: no, it, it's it's crazy. You know, we love to have them hop uh, on Band too one day. That would but, be uh, sick, uh, dude. <laughs> Manifest is another good one, okay. Plane Disappearing. And then for that, I saw Lucifer. It's a classic. Yeah. Interesting, Interesting page. Um so yeah, I'm kind of all over the place. But those were some, some good ones I recently saw
1: gotcha
2: dudes watching now it's a it's a good one Damn.
1: okay so as i kind of get my head around everything you talked about today i do of course want to mm-hmm. Alex, i did want to end on a kind of a forward-looking you know statement but again i did kind of take a chance to look through some of your app reviews i've of course been on the app and i did see that again in terms of like where you guys are going uh with the app and again i know you guys have your your roadmap it's probably you know in a very confidential folder so i'm not asking you to open up it's that on some yet. slide deck somewhere of course oh yeah this is proprietary just for you, Alexis and, J- and Jason's eyes only, but I did happen to see like the last update was adding similar profiles. So Alex, it's really cool. It's like, you know, I just opened up the app and you can go and say, okay, like this person has like a 98% match with your shows, which again, oh, yeah. if you have a lot of shows in the app, it's actually like a really cool, almost like a Tinder-esque kind of vibe in terms of, you know, giving us, we have similar mm. shows to talk about, potentially there's a, maybe a feature coming to message people from a more social level. So I guess the first question, and I know, you know, your your users have left requests for a little like more technical things like ability to like filter by streaming platforms and things that I think are obvious, you know, desires, but maybe I you know I can imagine are a little bit harder to get on the back end. But from like a broader perspective and landscape, of, you know, again if BingeBound is, you know, streaming made social, is your future gonna be more streaming or social?
2: <laughs> well I think I think definitely social, right? Yeah. And we want it to remain a lightweight app that you don't need to be someone who is obsessed with tv shows or constantly wants to talk about it get into debates and stuff we want it to be catering to, to all people yeah. so we want someone who wants to just watch some tv shows try what they're watching see what their friends are watching that's it we want to support that and make it easy and not overwhelming and overloading for someone to do that but we also do want to foster that social discussion There, there's there's millions of people out there who who love talking about this stuff. In addition to simply using their friends to find shows to yeah. compare shows, but you got that lively discussion going in whatever whatever matter it may be. So I say definitely social because there's really no more, not much more you can do with uh, streaming. We're not looking yeah, to yeah, of course, give uh, re- can't,
1: can't you those. know, be
2: your yeah. own streaming platform. I mean, there's, there's certainly more that can be done to an extent yeah. on the, on that side of things. But but yeah, looking looking forward, we definitely do want to foster the engagement, keep driving the engagement, and we've been doing that, providing a place for people to connect. Quickly looking back, you, you you're uh, what you mentioned the large update before that we introduced re and drop lists. Okay, that was something that came right from our users. Recapping more more recently was this similarity along with recommendations. So similarity and recommendations. So those were sort the of two big things. So, you can now on the explore page of the app, you can browse similar profiles to yours. And this is a great way to find new, u- new users on the app. Maybe, maybe you have 100 friends,
1: maybe you don't have any friends, or maybe Do you have friends, your Alex, friends, Alex. Can you please accept my friend request? I sent him the app two days okay. ago. Oh my you don't even, come on, bro. I'm not here insist. binging alone, bro. If but
2: like someone, someone like you, you just get on the app and you know maybe yeah. you don't have any friends on it, or or maybe uh, maybe Alex just has terrible taste in shows, and you know his oh, okay, his yeah, profile is going to be of no use anyway. <laughs> so what you what you can do now is once you build out your profile, you can view these profiles that are similar to yours, and and you can see, literally how similar, like you said, ninety percent, ninety two percent, sixty percent. That doesn't mean every show you hate, they're gonna hate every show you love, they're gonna love. Yeah. But if you see someone who's got a ninety-five percent profile similarity to you, that means you guys probably have similar tastes, watch the same things, yeah. you like the same things, don't like the same things. So that's really exciting because you can you can find a lot of new shows from that alone, even if even if they're not at the moment your friend. Yeah. I think that adds a lot of value and is and is pretty unique to binge bound. Yeah. Um, and just just cool to see even with those people who are your friends, it's like like you said, almost uh, in a Tinder-esque way, it's like. Oh, we're like 97% similar. Yeah. Damn, you two have no similarity. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it is, there's a lot that can be done there. And, and then on the other side of things was the recommendations.
1: Yeah, the creation so, you know, is yeah,
2: huge. Yeah, and a huge part of our app is this, the social connection. Yeah. But at the same time, we do want people to be able to discover shows in as many ways as possible. Spotify, right? I can see the
1: Spotify inspiration a little bit. Mm-hmm. I can see that.
2: That's not a replacement to social so That's kind of our whole thing but on the explore page since we are showing trending shows popular shows these other things a nice supplementary feature now is this this uh, daily recommendations list that's updated based on your profile tailored to you updated every day so you can you can find some new cool shows from there as well as from other people's users profiles from your friends yeah yes so there's that recommendations aspect and we will be pushing out on probably a weekly basis the best recommendation for you in an unobtrusive manner but directly from the band account Got a little off topic that that's oh, kind of, you know, yeah. at what we just did, but, yeah. but in terms of more forward looking, we definitely want to be fostering that engagement, that sense of community, yeah. building on yeah. the platform that we do have yeah. while, yeah. while still maintaining the integrity and the lightweightness of the app and, and not making it overwhelming for people who don't want it to be more than it is we definitely have some some exciting features yeah. that will hopefully do that on the roadmap. actually in, in development now yeah. like you said don't want to get get too specific with that yeah, but you know you can't, they'll, you can't they'll show provide... all your cards you know ravioli yeah, ravioli
1: uh, give me the formioli bro come on no <laughs> <laughs>
2: we'll leave it at this that they'll provide new and exciting ways for our users to engage with both the content that they're watching yeah. so the shows and other users and i think in hitting both of those, it'll simultaneously providing a lot of value to, to everyone on the
1: app. I think it's really cool. The trifecta, A little bit of Tinder, a little bit of Spotify, a little bit of Reddit, <laughs> and all on like the fastest growing vertical entertainment streaming. So I think it's a very solid business plan. Yeah, you have a lot of different yeah. directions to go in. It sounds like you guys have a pretty clear strategy in terms of what you're not going to be, which I think sometimes people mm-hmm. get it. That's maybe the hardest part is figuring out what you're not, because you have, as in your case, the luxury of picking so much to do. Um, so that's really cool. Um. And yeah, just really excited to see where you guys take it.
2: Thank you. Me too. I'm excited to keep driving it forward with
1: everyone. All right. I have one last yeah. I have time. one last question, Alex. On a personal note, for Evan to end on, because then we'll close. Yeah. Hundred percent. I want to. Yeah. This is for me. is a fun one to ask him. Evan, is binge bound? Is this the one? In oh. terms of, we talked about this earlier, relationship it, uh, <laughs> it's coming back, and promise you do this purpose. But is this the one? Is and even yes one? or no, are you looking for the one? In terms of I know you got your PayPal, you got your you know you got you, you got your main thing. You know, maybe mentioned as a side piece, but how do you view that in in, in three or five years? Do you want this to be your main thing? Do you
0: want or you like be working yeah? In a, or, a or if you five? could pick anything you're doing right now mm. and like have in sh- success is a forgotten conclusion. Like you're gonna be successful, but, we can see but you got to work for it. Yeah, you know what would you pick of what you're doing now?
2: Oh I think uh, in answering that question in a, in a yes or no would kind of be breaking my own words of wisdom earlier about <laughs> um, about not calling something a startup or thinking you're going to have a multi-billion-dollar exit, whatever you whatever it is. But my, I mean, my honest non-politician uh, answer mm-hmm. to that question is maybe if that were to happen, that would be great. We would all love that. It's something we are passionate about. But yeah, it's like I uh, I don't I don't have a great answer to that question honestly.
0: Love no, 100% it. and I think there's a certain um wisdom there in knowing the difference between expectations and reality mm-hmm. and set expe- expectations accordingly. Um so it seems like you got a really mature outlook and um I w- I would humbly say your co-founders are very lucky to have you, you know, working on this and of course we wish you the most success we Much could. Success, yes. Um, we we know you're a busy guy. You know it's it's, it's this is later. This is the latest podcast we've done, Canada's I was surprised you're
1: still hanging with us, buddy. I half expected Alex uh, to kind of just yeah, I, uh, top uh, screen there for towards the yeah, end here. I knew
0: the, I knew the jab was coming. They're in. coming, bro. Left gotta, hook,
1: right hook, bro. Come on. Right, but Come but
0: the, the the key point is, um, we appreciate your time, yes, Evan, and um, you know, again, we'll be following the the journey, so to speak. Um, and I'll be binging. I think now, Alex, are you
1: binging, bro? I'm binging.
0: Um, <laughs> I will binging. be now. I'm. I just downloaded the app. Um, but now I'm actually going to use it because now I they have a verb. I just man. so much. They got
1: that verb, and it's also yeah. Kamla too. Right? It's a. That's a. That's something that no one can trademark. Binging, man. That's a. You can binge yeah. anything, man. Yeah. So they can use that freely, and that, they can't trademark it, but they can use it.
0: Maybe we get to go. But yeah, I mean, but once again, we're we're both so appreciative. Um, and just thank you for being so open and, and sharing. Um, the background, and and once again, wish you success, and uh, we hope it it stays fun and fresh. Um, And Ken, anything else?
1: Hey, just go download BingeBound now in the App Store. We're gonna get to the top 25, the uh, proof of concept. We don't have, like, a, we need, like, an audience, like, you know, they have like tribal names, like oh, like the Potters, or like like we don't know, like we don't have like a yeah. name for our audience set, there, But um, a, go uh, show yeah, them like love, like figures, maybe. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So go show them <laughs> love, man. Midgebound's a great yeah. app, and um, no, thank you, Evan. Again, it's a pleasure, and uh, hope to hear from you soon, buddy.
2: Yeah, well, thank thanks for having me. I guess it's been uh, been awesome chatting with you both.